This is Michael. You're listening to Models of Masters, and I'm so grateful you're here. I'm breaking down personal stories, learned wisdom, and pieces of insight I hope can help you along your journey. Head over to my website, michaelbecker.org, for much more. And with that, let's get right into the show. Welcome to the Abundance Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to grow your business to recurring five-figure months, then you need to be right here. I run a high-growth automation agency. I'm a content entrepreneur, cash flow investor, and conscious creator. Graduated from Butler University and started a career in the SaaS industry where I leveraged that to build my businesses. As a coach, I've helped over 40 clients from across the world build disruptive personal brands. If you're a healer, coach, or lifestyle influencer looking to leverage automation, systems, and strategy to work smarter, not harder, to restore precious time into your day and create massive abundance, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the show. All right. I'm here with my brother, colleague, friend, and fellow conscious divine masculine Anton Wisbisky. Uh, Anton and I have been working together and collabing for the last couple months uh, around some promotion on Instagram. And I'm super humbled and honored to be joined today. Um, we're gonna just dive into several topics related to conscious uh, brand building, business creation, 5D sub-economy, and uh, energy flow within this growing awakening space. So Anton, thanks so much for being here. How are you, man? Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. I am, uh, I'm, I'm super great, man. Uh, the last uh, couple months have been crazy for me, but crazy in a good way. And yeah. um, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be on and thank you for having me. Absolutely, brother. Yeah, as we were just discussing, I've been super uh, uh, blessed to be able to get away recently. I just got to Tulum, Mexico about a week ago. So I've had some time to reflect on the various projects I've got in play. And uh, as we were just talking about, I think it's so important for us as high performers and awakened leaders um, to, to understand the role that we're playing in the world and the, the project, a couple of projects that, um, are really going to allow us to bring the most impact to the world without uh, without diverting too much into seven, eight, nine different things where we're going to be a jack of many trades, but a master of none. Um, can you talk about your journey up to this mm-hmm. point and how you've been able to to stay focused? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So uh, when I started my well, even let's back up. Before I started my own company, I was working with another company that pretty much does what I do today, which is yeah, I do a couple things. But uh, what a lot of people know me for is my social media agency, where I work with spiritual leaders and I help them find their ideal clients for the cheapest price possible. And um, before I was doing that, I was just working with a company and learning the skills. And I didn't really know I was going to start my own business one day, but um, well, I, I did know because I treated the business, I treated the business I was working with as my own. And I really think that's an important principle. If you're an employee to treat the company you're working with as your own and take actions like that, and eventually you'll be your own business owner. And that's, mm. that's exactly what I did. And I was super laser focused from the get because I had a burning desire to make impact in the world. I wanted to 
spread messages I believed in. So I've been treating my life as a business owner since I was 16. Um, and it's just, it eventually, like I, I, I had many ventures up until my early twenties when I started my own company with like a real, real company. And, uh, yeah, man, it was, it was, you know, 12 hour days, complete focus, super disciplined. And I think, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. And if you can't wake up and sit down and take 30 minutes or an hour to start your day, to prime yourself for a beautiful life, you'll never build a successful business because the principles drip over everywhere. So there's a big misunderstanding, I think, when it comes to the spirituality community and like growing a business, manifesting and like how much energy it really, really takes. And you got to be dialed in. And, you know, to, it's like the, the plane uses most of its fuel to take off. Once you're in the air, then you can start diverting your energy a little bit. But to get that business off the ground, up and running, you got to work. You got to work and you, and you got to refine your personal energy, which is what I'm, I'm really big on today. I love that. I found it. It's really actually behooved me to have had a corporate background prior to embarking on this um, so-called awakened path and starting to build my own business in this space because it's helped me to remain grounded throughout this process. And what I've seen with a lot of people is they get so high, they, they get so elevated in their frequency during the awakening, which is great and wonderful. But then when it comes time to reintegrate and to actually start serving their purpose uh, for humanity, um, they face all types of challenges in actually um, uh, uh, bringing it back down to earth and speaking human to human and doing the so-called 3D things that are required to actually run a business. Um, yes. So that, I mean, that's just, that's such a, a huge mind shift and so important for us to remain focused on for, for everybody um, who's, who's looking to lead as a transformational um, presence along this path. And, and I also think you made a good point about you don't want to separate, even if you're still working your matrix job and, you know, I'm still working a day job as I ramp up to get to where I want to get to. Um, it's important not to, not to, to maybe separate the two as much as we might feel inclined, like leverage your 3d job as a forum to spread your light and to get better at connecting with people and so on and so forth. So I, I love that point. Thank you for making that. Yeah. And I, I think you make a great point too. And I think a lot of people in the spirituality uh, space, they lose people because they're not right. meeting them where they're at. They're meeting right. them with where they're at personally. And when you do that, you, you it's really a big disservice. And I've had so many beautiful spiritual teachers and mentors in my life. And I've met many, many living masters who you would never know they're a master because they meet you where you're at and they take you where you need to go. Uh, and that's the beauty, that's the beauty of business and service driven business specifically, because you can meet people where they're at and where you want to go. And, you know, I do that in many different ways through my personal coaching, as well as my, my business with, uh, spiritual leaders, when we're putting out content, when I'm coaching people, I am just simply meeting them with where they're at, but I know there's a higher self in them. There's a divine part of them. There's a limitless part of them. And I'm constantly speaking slightly to both. And moving them up that ladder, so to speak, so that they can make the proper changes in their life to, to live 
uh, life on, on, on in their greatest in their greatest form. And I think you made a really good point too about um, keeping your job while you leverage something else. Uh, that's huge, man. I think a lot of people like they they jump too quickly. And they almost, they're so hard on themselves for not being an entrepreneur or not being a business owner or not having all figured out when they're 25 years old. Like <laughs> people don't realize 25 is, is super, super young. And, you know, like for me, my, my story is a little different than like the average person, but I've coached and mentored a lot of people where they keep that job for a long time. And this is how, you know, you're ready to leave. You know, you're ready to leave when opportunities start to come in, when you start to get inspired by new ideas, when like you have enough money to live off of for six months, if your job was to cut off tomorrow. And if you give yourself that buffer and then you make the jump, you're, you're in a way more inspired energy. Like so many people, they try to get in the serving business, but they they're so needy for the money from it. Like there's a great power when you have financial resources coming in from other places. And then you have another thing or business or whatever that serves and you don't necessarily need the money from it. And that's why for me, investing has been such an important thing because it's allowed me to pretty much live off money that I create from investing, not even from both of my businesses, which is just an incredible place to be in. But that allows me to show up in in an energy of, of, I don't I don't necessarily need your money so I can show up in the most authentic and service-driven part of my being. And I think a lot of people, they, they just jump too quick because they, they're not patient enough and they just got to they gotta dig deep and keep providing as much value as possible to their current job. And like I said earlier, if you treat your job as if you own that business, you are now putting the framework in your neural pathways in your brain to become a business owner. So why not learn on somebody else's dime, the leadership skills, the skills you need for the business or whatever else. And then when you're ready and you can start your own business and you're so much further along and you will start your own business if you treat that business as you own it today. That's just the laws of the universe. Yeah, and um, something that I'll be devoting a whole module, a whole course um, to this one topic in, in my upcoming program that I actually just launched as well about this idea of 5D sales versus 3D sales because I think it's a different mentality and you alluded yes. to it where it's like if you, act, if you need anything from your prospects or from your customers um, in the way that, say, a 3D salesman um, – feels as though they do if they're relying on that commission or they're they need that sale in order to get paid um their priority is is not going to be on the customer right it's going to actually be on on themselves in order to provide for themselves or their family and and rightfully so but in a higher space um in this love-based economy that we're working to build we actually all want to get to that place that Anton was just speaking about where we actually don't need anything from anybody. We're merely serving as a purveyor of this love of this, this art and of this gift that we have been dis, uh, bestowed with. Right. Um, and in that space, it's like, you're a, you're a, a healer that is just flowering the earth with your gifts. And for those yeah. that feel a frequency match, 
they'll come to you. They'll be attracted to you. And that's how we serve. We don't need anything from anyone. We're merely giving our gifts and money, uh, energy and reciprocation will be a byproduct of that. But I love this idea of not being dependent on it. We can't yeah. be if we're serve, truly serving from a love-based place. And there's this interesting dichotomy, I think, between um, money and providing for oneself versus, you know, if money wasn't an object, if we didn't need that, what would we be doing? You know, and I, I would ask you, like, what would you be doing if you didn't actually need money to provide for yourself, for your standard of living? Well, you wouldn't be working this, this matrix job. Um, so it, this is a huge mind shift to make for so many people, but it, it's like, um, I think it comes back to money mindset and just really shifting from service to self, from service to other. Um, can you share any knowledge around that? Yeah, I mean, I think you alluded to it, bro. I think heart-based uh, service is the best form of service. And I don't think, and, and you said it elegantly, like money is simply a byproduct of the service you bring, period, end of story. So if you're bringing so much value to people's lives, you're going to be compensated for that. Like, yeah. For me, like when I started my social media company, yes, there was a ton of money involved. I mean, each of my clients pays me six figures, but it came from service. It came from how can I, how can I simply help this person spread their message to millions of people, provide the most powerful content that when people watch it or read it, they're shifted inside like a seed's planted and that's the intention I have. And that's the intention every single one of my staff members has. And when you, when you come to a spiritual leader or anybody, honestly, with that energy, they feel it. It's so palpable. Like there's no, there's no incongruence. Like your words match what you're saying, how you're feeling. And the person on the other side feels that. And if you're in the coaching business or something like that, or, or you are a personal development speaker or spiritual leader and, and you're a teacher, people will feel that as well. And I think as the, as the world continues to change, a lot of people are going to kind of be left behind because they're just in it for the money. They're just in it for what's in it for me. And they're not coming from a place of unconditional service and people right. who are tapped in, you know, they, they, they can feel that. And even people who aren't tapped in, so to speak, it's an intuitive sense we all have inside of us. Um, so I think it's really important to, to sell from your heart. You know, so many people get caught up on like, what copy am I going to use? What am I going to say in this scripted video? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's great. But there's a, there's a more authentic way to do it. And I really think that's where the world's heading. And the people who lead from that place, they're going to stand out massively. And how beautiful is that? The more yeah. service driven you are, the more you're going to stand out on this planet. Yeah. And the more that energy is going to come back to you in the form of, of money or in the form of growth and, uh, or even just personal and self-development realizations uh, and learning um, as you get closer to, to that self-mastery pinnacle, um, which is uh, um, something, a, a journey that we're all on but that will last a lifetime. And I think spiritual or conscious entrepreneurship is, is in itself, like it's a mirror that's going to reflect to you who you are, uh, where you can improve. Um, and just, you know, I've learned so much more about myself over the last year and a half of working to monetize this journey in a loving way than I ever had in the eight years prior in my working career. Um, it's honestly 
I've heard the saying like entrepreneurship in itself is a self, uh, self-learning journey. Um, and, and it really is, you know, you're going to learn so much about yourself as you embark on this path. And it's something that I think most of us come to at a certain point in our awakening where we want to go from merely taking in knowledge to then sharing it with the world. And we become, again, we become a purveyor of this, uh, of this truth or of these gifts for the world um, instead of um, just uh, absorbing the information. Um, something I kind of want to want to shift to Anton is, is I would love to get your thoughts on this growing groundswell of um, conscious entrepreneurs. Um, and I, I've kind of posted about it as like this 5D sub economy that I'm seeing really starting to blossom uh, across the world um, with others that are feeling the urge to build their own thing, to live in their purpose, to even get off grid, to travel and free their time, finances and location. Um, and that's something that's been huge for me, man, is, is making those investments to do just that and focusing on what I'm here to do. Um, and, um, you know, the sooner we can all come together and choose to rally around this flow to give and reciprocate, I think, with a willingness to exchange, not just to exchange, but actually in excess with one another, the sooner we all break away from this matrix system, um, what have you seen around that? One of, one of my mentors once told me, you have to play the game, beat the game, mm-hmm. and then you can change the rules. And that for me was very profound because I think a lot of people try to quote unquote run away from the matrix. But when you really realize you are a creator, you create everything around you in every second. and you can use your influence to change the game. And that's why I was so motivated from such a young age because I saw Beyond the Veil very, very early on in my life where I realized the system doesn't really want us to win per se. But if we play the game, we can beat the game and then we can change the rules. So many people are trying to run away from the game though. But it's like, no, 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 master this game so you can teach others how to master it as well. And one of the best ways to do it, in my opinion, is business. I mean, business runs the world. Our our planet runs on a financial monetary system. And if you can have enough abundance and resources, man, you can really affect some massive change on this 3D plane. I was just going through some of the numbers of my social media company and some of the views over the lifelong of this business, I don't know the exact number, but it's somewhere in like the 5 billion range. So 5 billion eyeballs have crossed spirituality content, mindfulness content, content that's showing you how to change your life and elevate your frequency. And that is, in a sense, in my definition, beating the game. That is a small percentage of now we're starting to beat this game because we're affecting the consciousness on this planet. So I think like there's a weird um, misunderstanding of capitalism, entrepreneurship, and especially amongst the millennials. And I'm a millennial myself, but I think people look at it as a really bad thing. And I think that's actually part of the programming from the matrix to influence people to look at being your own boss or being a capitalist as a bad thing. But it's like, no, no, no. You simply get paid in proportion to the amount of value you bring to the world. So if you have a service that's super valuable and it's conscious and it's helping people change their life, 
it should make sense universally mm-hmm. that you're getting paid more for that. But you got to go beyond that as well. You have to like learn how to give back. Like uh, my coaching business, I donate uh, a percentage of all the profits to, to fighting sex trafficking for children. And that's something for me that's so motivating. I don't get anything from that other than the joy of giving because giving is receiving. And when you start to elevate through, through those stages, you'll start to see that holy shit, I can build something that not only provides for myself, my family, my friends and provides people with jobs, but it's, it's bigger than that. It provides people with, you know, shifts in their consciousness. It provides children being freed from, from sex trafficking, which is such a, such a problem on our planet today. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really, really powerful, but it takes a a shift in the mindset to step into that and, and rise to the occasion. Cause being an entrepreneur is not easy most businesses, I think it's like 95% of businesses fail in the first five years. I mean, the odds are against you, but if you can learn how to, and this is really what I teach people with my coaching is like, you learn how to harness your energy. You learn how to really change your energy and not just like intellectually, like affirmations, like I'm abundant. I'm abundant. It's like, no, no, no. You're, you're like becoming your own alchemist and learning how to create this beautiful vessel as a magnet and create it for the poles to be working in your favor, then your life will really start to change because you'll start to see how fast things are manifesting. If we have enough people who really grasp that and really understand it from an entrepreneurial standpoint, the whole world will change. The entire planet will shift. Uh, Cause like I said, in the beginning, this planet runs on businesses, period, end of story. So why not get enough conscious entrepreneurs coming together to make this world a better place through service of their business? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and I think it, it also ties back to the, to the idea that I was talking about earlier is just, you have to be grounded in order yes. to, to make this, everything that, that we're talking about a reality for you. Um, you have to be willing to allow transformative energies to, to, to change who you are becoming. Like if you're not willing yep. to learn about finance and human relationships and uh, brand building, copywriting, all the different things that go into actually um, assimilating from this higher plane back down to the 3D plane, then you won't be successful. And that's just no. the reality of it. And that's what I found is, is like, you're going to have to move around all these different pieces like a puzzle um, and bring them all together to create your own little world that's going to work for you that then will that then allow you to help others and extend your reach and your scale throughout the world. But it all requires that you um, that you first get in touch with yourself, that you understand yourself and your values, but then that you're willing to actually learn and allow this journey to take place within you. Because if we want to stay stagnant or if we just want to stay stuck um, in the higher planes, like up in the, the, the higher dimensions, honestly, is that any better than, than just remaining asleep on, on this planet? I mean, not really. Like the idea is to expand consciousness and help others. Yeah, right? exactly. And yeah, you're, you're so right. Like, and, and what I really show, so I have this, um, I guess process I created called the souls, souls blueprint. And it's something I, I teach people how to unlock in my coaching. And one of the first steps is changing your energy. And this is why we start there. So many people, when they come into business, they're like, all right, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? They focus on how, 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 how. And this is the problem. If you focus on the how, but your energy is not right you're going to see through a limited lens on what that how is like, 
How am I going to start this business? What is the business? But you don't start there. You have to first tap into, you call it your higher self, your divine self, the real you. That's what I call it, the real you. You got to learn how to tap into that first. And once you do that, you'll make way different decisions than you would in your everyday living day, you know, because you're at an elevated state and elevated frequency of elevated energy. And that allows you to make new distinctions, see things from a different lens. We don't see the world as it is. We see it as we are. So if our energy is low and we're trying to start a business, we're going to meet it at that same frequency. But if we learn how to raise our energy We're going to have a totally new idea that we haven't thought of before because we're in a new elevated state. And when you can make decisions from that place, it unlocks what I call your soul's blueprint. And that allows you to tune into the highest you and and get to the place of the most service and really fulfilled. But so many people... They start on the other the other side of like, how am I going to do this? They're in this low energy. They they've never like really tuned into their own self, and they're just like, how how how? And they and they never do it. But you raise the energy first. You're going to make whole new decisions. And when you make new decisions, and you take new actions, you get new results. Like it's it's really really simple. Yeah, and another thing, Anton is is something that I, that I've seen so much is people they want to start with the channel. They want to start with Instagram. They're like, how can I make this fit into my Instagram grid? Or what should my headline be on my website? Or what what would my different services be in the prices? And it's like, no, hold on. Don't start with that. Start with you. Understand how your personality, understand how your disposition and your demeanor is going to understand how you want to show up right before you do any of that stuff. People ask me like, bro, how do you share so many high like higher frequency spiritual downloads on your page. I'm like, cause I'm not thinking about Instagram when I'm sitting there tapping in and when I'm learning from my intuition, my higher self or from source, like I'm just focused on what I need to create. And then I go and create it. Yes. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Same here. Like before I, before I do um, any coaching or any speaking or even talking to my clients, like I, I put myself in a state of, of high energy because I know like if I'm focused on all my problems, all the issues, all the little things, and I'm selfish, stuck in myself, then I can't really serve to the highest level. But if I have a process, a formula to get into my heart and come from that place, I show up different because it's, it's not just me. I'm a, I'm a vessel for something bigger. Right. And I think um, that is so, so crucial, especially if you're, if you're in the business of serving. Uh, so you're hundred percent right, man. And, and that will allow the message to flow because you're not worried about how many views is this going to get? How many, mm. how many, how many people is this going to convert? It's like, no, no, no. Like, this is just the authentic, the authenticity and the purity of this message. And I know it will resonate with the right people. And if it doesn't, God bless, like perfect. They weren't aligned anyways. Um, and, and, and that's a powerful place to be that I, I think very few people really understand. Yeah, it's such a mind shift, too, because we live in this age of social media, of uh, the Instagram influencer, of uh, numbers, <laughs> facts and figures. And it's like, no, dude, I'd rather have, you know, 100 followers that were loyal and that loved and were really impacted by what I shared than 100,000 that didn't truly see me or didn't feel my energy. And that'll translate to your to your guys's business as well. So I think you'll start to see that um, the more you forge along this path. Um Let's let's switch gears just slightly, Anton. Um, I want to get your yeah. thoughts on how to deal with 
letdowns, frustrations, or maybe things not unfolding the way that we plan in our business. Something that I've actually been really surprised by um, is, I'm trying to think how to say this the right way. Um, like non-responses, being left on scene, people that have ghosted or not shown up for calls and these types of things that you would think uh, may not show up very commonly in the so-called conscious space. But as we were discussing before we started recording, like we're all people, um, we're still working in the business uh, uh, mindset when we're, when we're building our, our projects. How have you dealt with um, some of these types of issues or have you? <laughs> oh, of course, man. Um, I think the, the, the larger you grow, the, you know, they say the bigger you are, the harder you fall. And what that really means in my mind is that the, the larger you expand, the more and greater the challenges are going to be. And as soon as you think you have it all figured out, boom, there's another challenge and you're fo- forced to either retract and go small or get bigger and become resourceful and find a way to move through those layers of problems, of challenges, of concerns. Like uh, there's a micro and macro of this. Like there is a, a micro of like specifically what you're alluding to about, you know, people not showing up on calls and, and uh, you know, that could be a more strategic thing where you need to build something out in your business where there's a stronger follow-up. There's maybe a, a bigger commitment where it's like, instead of a free call, it's $1. And even if it's just $1, like that's something that's, that's an exchange there because I don't like doing, like I do a lot of stuff for free, but my coaching, I do not do for free. It's high ticket. I call it elite right. coaching because right. if I give a discount, even though I don't need the money from that business, if I give a discount, I know that person is not going to take it as serious. And the people who get the, it, it's an exchange, man. So there could be something strategically on the business end that you could like from a strategy perspective, make more strong, uh, whether, like I said, the follow-up, maybe it's a small dollar amount or they have, it's free, but they have to attach their credit card. And if they don't, you charge them 20 bucks, something like that. You know, you could get really creative with it, but on the flip end of that bigger scale to speak to, um, the masses is like God's delays are not God's denials. And I have learned that our pain is our greatest strength. And if we can learn how to reframe what's happened to us, that life wasn't happening to us, life was happening for us. I have found on my healing journey that the greatest unbearable, unjust pain I went through when I was younger made no sense at the time. I felt totally victimized and I had every right to be. But as I grew and evolved and really started to go on the healing journey, I realized, holy shit, my pain is my power. My pain forced me to become the best version of myself. And now I can share that with millions of people all across the world. And if I didn't go through the, those lessons of just straight dark nights of the soul, I wouldn't have the wisdom to share it with so many people. So there's a great strength in, in, in stepping out of that victim mode and realizing, holy shit, everything in my life this whole time has been happening for me. And, and like a lot of people may be hearing this like, yeah, dude, but you weren't this, you weren't that. I've been, I've been through some serious pain and I'm sure so many people listening have to, we all have, and no one's special. Everyone has been through pain, but we have to learn to see that through the lens of God. What is God's perspective of your pain? What is the universe perspective of your pain? And I started to learn like, wow, God actually placed me in those positions to get in so much pain because it forced me 
it literally forced me to become the best version of myself. Cause at one point I was suicidal and I, the pain was so unbearable. Dying seemed more pleasurable than living, but then I had to reframe what happened to me and change my perspective on it. And when I realized, I realized the worst day of my life became the best day of my life and it, and yeah. it changed me forever. Yeah. I remember back in middle school, um, I had such a bad experience with one of my coaches that it actually stopped me from trying out for the high school basketball team, which is actually one of my main regrets at this point in my life that I've had to do a lot of work around. And um, I was focusing so much on baseball and throughout that journey in high school, um, I had other really, really sour experiences with coaches that I actually had a lot of fear and blame around that I had to work through. But it wasn't until my awakening and embarking on this journey and until I started actually leaning into this coaching space um, that, that I'm trying to work even further into now as I scale this business that I realized like, wait a second, the reason I had all of these bad coaches that would yell so, so violently from the sidelines and like instill the fear of God into me is so that I could feel that energy uh, heal from it and then understand how I want to show up as a loving guide for, mm. for my students. Right. And so I love that point that you made. I think any good leader, any good coach or healer is number one, highly empathic because of everything that they've been through, but they've been through something that has torn them apart so that they could come back and rebuild themselves and then rebuild the world from that. So that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. I love how you were able to reframe that your coaches like being super hard on you and being assholes and putting fear into you. If they wouldn't have done that, you may have not be the person you are today because you realized, wow, I, if I'm going to be a coach, I have to learn from their mistakes. And they were so hard on me that it actually hurt me more than it helped me grow. But the weird grace of all of that is for you, that was perfect. That's exactly what you needed. And you can learn from their mistakes. And I think, I think a, a good coach, you know, on the flip side, tells us what we need and not what we want. Like we all want to know we're good enough and this and that. And we are at our soul level. But if we have somebody kind of pushing up against us uh, in an empathy way, where they're speaking to the higher part of ourselves and we're playing small, a good coach lets you know that like, dude, you could do better. And he sets the standard or they set the standard very high. Um, because even if you like shoot for the moon and land amongst the stars, that's amazing. And I think like, I, I can relate to you, man. I had, I had mentors that abused me and all, all types of stuff. So there was times where I would take what happened to me and I placed that experience of my past and I overlaid it on the future and I never could trust people. I never, cause yeah. I always thought everyone was out to hurt me. Everyone's out to get me. Everyone wants something from me. They don't just want to, you know, give to me and, and they, they are here to take. And, and that may mean, you know, me being vulnerable and they're, they take advantage of me or whatever it was. Right. And those programs were so limiting. And I have learned that I had to change like you. I had to change my perspective on what happened to me because it allowed me to number one, never be like them. And number two, like learn from their mistakes and how they treated me. Although they, you know, hurt people, hurt people. That's the only reason why anybody hurts anybody. And and they're still soul at their core and it may not make sense, but 
that's the beauty of, of a spiritual journey and, and seeing it through a higher perspective, seeing it through a higher consciousness. And then we can realize like you did, wow, if my coaches weren't hard on me, I wouldn't be the man I am today. And I wouldn't be able to serve in the way I do. And that's a, that's a beautiful reframe, man. And I think, I think it's uh that's how you heal is you start to realize all, everything you've been through, no matter how unjust, how unfair there is a higher plan for, it, and it's your job to find that. So you can heal yourself and in turn share that with others so they can heal themselves. Yeah, and I think there's there's another component to this this healing aspect that we're talking about now that it's just it underscores the importance of doing the work, so to speak. Yes. Because one of the number one things that I see so many people, including my clients, doing is they undersell themselves. Um, they don't truly see their value, or they feel wrong or guilty asking high higher prices or what they perceive to be high prices for their loving gifts. And as we do the inner work, we become more self-loving. We see our worth more clearly and we become more confident in actually asking for what we deserve. Um, because to your point, at the end of the day, like money is just a number. It's a quantity that yes. represents an energetic, in this case, investment that you're asking people to make on this journey with you. And there's no way you can ask a high figure if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't truly see your worth. Um, and so as we do that healing work on the side, we see how related and important it actually is to being able to, to sell ourselves or to give our gifts to the world. Yeah, man, everything's interconnected. Like sure. there's no difference between the way you treat your business and the way you treat relationships in your life. It's all one. It's all connected. And I think a conscious entrepreneur, they really understand that. And we're all equal as souls, but we're not all equal in the way we bring value to the world. Like just be, there's somebody right now listening to this and they may be like a super high achiever doing so many great things. And there may be somebody else who's homeless. Their souls are equal, but the value they bring to the world is different. And that's why their compensation is different. And I think you're right. As we grow, our self-worth grows. And like for me, what I charge my clients in the beginning to what I charge now are completely different. The service is the exact same, but the offer is different. And I had to take like, you know, steps of getting there because you can't go from making $25,000 a year to a million just like this. Like it can't, you can take major quantum leaps like that. But if there's a misalignment in your energy, what you created in the external world may eventually fall apart if you're not resonating always at that frequency. So that's why for me, I'm always like telling people, yo, charge 10% more for your next mm -hmm. client, charge 15% more. And then they start to build that internal confidence of like success breeds success. And they're like, holy shit, man, that guy, I charged 10% more. He didn't even bat an eye. He was all for it. Look at this. Now I'm making 10% more. And then I'm like, dude, go for 20. Like, you know, like you're not bullshitting yourself. Your service is valuable. And you know, if you're helping change people's lives, it's worth that. And then eventually, you know, you double the price, triple the price, quadruple the price and, and you feel good and they feel good because it's a beautiful energetic exchange and you're fully in alignment with that. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, one thing that you mentioned is like the service itself may not change even along the journey when you feel aligned to actually ask more for it. But the thing that does change is you and your energy yes, because you're exactly. growing through your experience and you're learning still through your work with your clients. And so what people will pay for is actually 
that delta in your um, personal development because as you help more people and continue to do that work, you become actually more valuable to the world. So um, it would be discordant if you did not raise your pr prices in conjunction with that. Um, so it's really important exactly. that we understand that that value exchange. Hundred percent, man. So key. Um, yeah, man. Th this is this is wonderful. I think so many people are gonna find value in this conversation. Um, was there anything else that, that you wanted to make sure that we touched on? Um, hmm. I think like the biggest thing I want people to take from this is that as we change, the world around us changes and we have to really protect our mind with everything we have. Like technology is such a beautiful tool, but a lot of people are letting it use them and they're not using it we have to learn how to use it as a resource to help influence and change people's lives. And we can't let it, you know, kind of trick us and uh, make us zombies in a sense where we're just scrolling like for three hours a day or, or something and just getting caught up and telling us the stories of like, this is actually helping my business when in reality, no, you're just lying to yourself. And that energy from technology, like it's a beautiful tool, but man, um, it can, it can really affect people deeper than they know. So I have a rule with myself where I am only on social media for 15 minutes a day and I own a social media company. So that should, that should tell you something where I am ensuring that my energy is protected. And if I, if I get the urge to scroll, I'm like, you know what, let me just go read a book. Let me just go do something else. Uh, let me go for a walk. Let me go work out. And you start to build that habit and those neural pathways. And you'll start to see like, wow, I'm so much happier. I'm so much healthier. I'm more, I'm so much more in my soul when I am not on my phone, because you, you, you can't expect to change your energy. If you're spending all day, every day on your phone, getting caught up in, in other people's drama and this and that it's like, focus on not in a selfish way, but focus on you. Cause if you don't take the time to grow your being, to get into your heart, to get into your truth, you can never share that with somebody else. So I think, um, as millennials, it's a great challenge because we have so many distractions, 24, seven, 365 that can keep us entertained for many lifetimes. But what will separate people and what will make them the outliers is the ones who are actually doing the work. And when you actually do the work, people feel that, they sense that, they know that, and you're a service to them because you are leading by example. And that, that's, that's what it's all about. You know, If we want to change, we have to start with ourselves. And uh, when you do that, you're, you're a living example of truth. And people yes. feel that, they resonate with that. And I think that's so important. I agree completely. And so well said, I think that just to piggyback off of that, something I would really encourage people to think about or to not think about is this idea of labels. And we want to label ourselves as a coach or as this and that, a healer. It's like, what do I call myself? What should I put in my Instagram bio? What do I, you know, how do I present myself to the world? And yes, that stuff is important, but only to an extent. It's like, hold on, get out of that, that mindset that I think is that your left brain, um, focus on the value you provide in the world. What function are you yes. serving for people? It's like for you, Anton, you help people build businesses, right? And I had to do that myself. I had to step out of that, that narrowing limited mindset just for a moment and say, I help transform people's consciousness and help them expand. That's what I do. 
now I can call myself a coach. Now I can start zeroing in on how I want to talk about myself. So guys, it's really about your energy. It's not about what you call yourself. It's about how you show up and the transformational impact you have in the world. Really want to share that. Um, and just being different, right? Just being different and, and figuring out how can you zig when everybody else zags or how can you zag when everybody else zigs? Like, Figure out what makes you unique and then put that first, like lead with that, lead and be different. And that's going to catch attention. That's going to show the world who you really are at your core because no one else is like you and you have a unique gift to, to put out there. Right. So, so share that and, and, and be comfortable in doing that. Couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. I think, I think, yeah, you're right. So many people get caught up on, again, the how, like, what am I, who, who, what am I doing this and that instead just focus on bringing as much value as you can to the people, the businesses you're in front of. And eventually uh, in the beginning phases, you're not going to know. And even if you think, you know, like six months from now, 12 months from now, it's going to change because you're growing, you're evolving. And eventually you'll get clear, like, this is what I do. You're going to know who your core market is. You're going to know who you're always talking to. You're going to know what people resonate with your brand. And then you get more specific and nitty gritty because you're going to know the path is going to unfold for you. But if you think you're going to come into business and have a five-year plan, that is complete BS. The world is changing so fast that you can never predict uh, how, where and how your business is going to go. So you just come in, bring as much value as you can possible, and eventually your messaging and what you specifically do is going to unfold. Um, so yeah, I, I couldn't yeah. agree more with that. Totally, man. This has been an incredible conversation. I feel like we could talk for hours, um, totally. and we may have to uh, to line up another time to do this because this is this has been incredible. Uh, just give people a quick uh, a quick rundown of where they can find you and uh, how you can help. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, Anton was Bisky on Instagram, A-N-T-O-N-W-I-S-B-I-S-K-I. My website is currently under construction, but you can DM me. We can talk. Um, if you're a spiritual leader and you want to take your brand to the next level, I can help you with my social media company. Or if you're an individual and, and something I said sparks something in you and you feel you want to go to the next level of your evolution in your life, reach out to me and I can uh, definitely show you how to do that. So I look forward to uh, seeing everybody and, and, and thank you so much, bro, for having me on. And uh, I, hopefully people got some value from this conversation. Yes, sir. And guys, I'll link to Anton's profile uh, in the description to this video. Uh, if you're listening to this on my podcast, just check out the, the description. Anton is a well of wisdom, guys. Highly recommend following and keep an eye out for more content from both of us going forward. Uh, thank you so much for listening and we will speak soon. That is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And guys, if you're ready to propel yourself to those recurring five-figure months in under 90 days, then I want you to reach out to me. My team will create a customized plan for you free of charge, and we will show you the exact steps that you need to take to level up, right? To hit those recurring 15K months. It's something that we all desire, that we all deserve, and I want to help you get there. 
If this resonates at all with you, reach out to me. Please don't hesitate to shoot me an email, michael at newearthknowledge.com. You can also connect with me anytime. I'm on Instagram at The Abundance Coach. Thanks so much. I'll see you next time. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. My book, Content Capitalist, is on sale now. Grab your copy by visiting my website or tapping the link in the episode description. I also just released the online learning portal, which expands on what I share in the book. This includes four hours of edited, captioned video tutorials and trainings, plus dozens of downloadables and templates. Between the book and the e-academy, you're going to be equipped to literally blow your revenue targets out of the water and eviscerate your competition this year, all by putting content at the core. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, comment, and share all the things and hit me up on LinkedIn if you'd like to connect. I am here to serve you and that's it. I will see you in the next episode.